We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Welcome to the KJ Podcast, a special 49ers Law and Order edition. We're in a courtroom. We've got the prosecution set up. We've got the defense team taking their final notes. And Judge KJ, I will lay a verdict down after we hear both sides of this very important debate for the 49ers. Happy January. Everyone's still eating salads. Everyone's still working out. Everyone has more laundry now because of all this working out, stinky clothes piling up. Love these late January vibes. KJ Podcast, what we do on this show, we have the discussion that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are having. What are they debating in a back room? I don't know which way they're leaning on things, but I know priorities. They're down in the Senior Bowl right now, Mobile, Alabama. Luckily, they don't have to go after a quarterback. There is a player who needs to be discussed that I did not originally think was ever going to become a free agent that just might. Tuesday on Twitter, I put out the poll, Le'Veon Bell, could he become a free agent? Should the 49ers consider giving him a record contract? Nearly 3,000 people voted. 41% said yes. 59% said no. We've got our lawyers in here. We're going to present the facts, present the case why the 49ers 
should sign Le'Veon Bell, why they shouldn't, and then we'll kind of come to a conclusion at the end. Really, a ton of feedback on Twitter that 49ers fans do not want to touch this guy, one of the best players in the league. I think that's a little foolish. I think this is a much heavier debate. Now, major caveat, this is only if Le'Veon Bell is an unrestricted free agent. This debate is not about if he becomes an exclusive rights tag where the Niners would have to trade two first-round picks. They'd never do that. That'd be a bad deal. This is only if Le'Veon Bell hits the open market, and that is the crutch of the debate today. As is typical in a courtroom, we'll start with the prosecution, why the 49ers should try and sign Le'Veon Bell. All rise. The Superior Court, State of California, County of Monterey, Department 15 is now in session. Thank you, Your Honor. The case for Le'Veon Bell has three main arguments. His ability, Kyle Shanahan's coaching, and the 49ers' unique cap situation. $119 million. Open space. They're going to have to pay Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going to have to sign a couple guys on defense. But instead of Jarvis Landry, instead of Allen Robinson, instead of Sammy Watkins, I will argue... Le'Veon Bell will have a greater impact on the passing game than adding one of those receivers. If you're going to spend money on an offensive weapon, it should be Le'Veon Bell. In addition to the 20 carries he's going to give you each week, 1,200 rushing yards at the end of the season, this is 85 receptions last year, 75 receptions in three of his five seasons in the NFL. It's a different way to move the football down the field. 105 first downs from Le'Veon Bell. Last season, number one in the NFL. He is a chain mover, a piece that Kyle Shanahan has never had. Not this good. He's way better than Devontae Freeman. He's your bell cow. He's a red zone chess piece. You can line up in the slot on third downs. I don't even know how creative Kyle Shanahan will get. And let's stick with Kyle because everyone thinks this philosophy with running backs, hey, he's done Alfred Morris, Isaiah Crowell, Look at Matt Breida last year. Running back is a dead position. Kyle Shanahan had a quote in December talking about Adrian Peterson, Terrell Davis, David Johnson, and he mentioned Le'Veon Bell. He said those guys would end up being top five picks if you redid a draft. There are special types of running backs that don't hit the market often, and Le'Veon Bell is one of those types where the 49ers are going to have to envision things and plug him in and see how it would look with Jimmy Garoppolo because in my mind, that's a top five offense. Offensive, excuse me, defensive coordinators are freaking out the week beforehand. How are we going to stop this team? The play action passing, guys, is going to be unbelievable if you add a Le'Veon Bell. If the cap situation's correct and they can get the money right and it's only a three-year deal and you're essentially saying we're renting Le'Veon Bell to try and become one of the best offenses in the league. If we swing and miss here, it's not going to damage our cap room enough for us to be crazy. Uh, Devontae Freeman, five-year, $41 million, 22 guaranteed. Shady McCoy is the highest cap number, $8.9 million per year. Le'Veon Bell on a franchise tag will get $14.5 million. You might pay him $16, $17 million year one and then have it go down a little bit. By the way, Pittsburgh offered him a record contract in the offseason, which he eventually declined. 
Le'Veon Bell's quote, the running back market definitely took a hit, and I can't be the guy who continues to let it take a hit. We do everything. We block, we run, we catch the ball. Our value isn't where it needs to be. It's the truth with him. He is one of the most valuable football players. He's made teams better. Guess what? Odell Beckham is scheduled to be a free agent next season. I'd much rather have Le'Veon Bell. He touched the ball 400 times this season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Best case scenario, Odell Beckham's getting you 100 catches, 1,700 yards. There's more yardage. There's more flexibility with Bell. You can plug and play him anywhere. It's rare that a player of this ability is available. Saquon Barkley is going to go top five because teams are going to try and use him like Le'Veon Bell. There are other running backs. I get it. There's Deion Lewis, who's like a mini Le'Veon Bell. You can find these types of running backs for much cheaper and keep that cap room nice and clean. But this is a unique situation. This is once in a blue moon, an offensive skill player like this becomes available. In his prime, he will turn 26. This isn't like he's 28, 29, where running backs are about to hit a wall. Le'Veon Bell has at least three seasons left where he is dominating the competition and you're booking 100 yards every week with him. Go big or go home. Don't sign Jarvis Landry and he's actually not a fit and with Garcon, he's going to get 55 receptions, 800 yards. And what kind of contract is he going to ask for? It's going to be very similar to Le'Veon Bell. You're going to sign an offensive weapon and Le'Veon Bell is a free agent there really is only one way to go. It's with him. We've been this far as a prosecution team without mentioning Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette. These are going to be high-priced running backs. You think those teams are going to let those guys walk when free agency comes? Definitely not a chance. The 49ers don't look smart right now drafting Solomon Thomas over Leonard Fournette. They really don't. Running backs have... Like fantasy football changed the way people view running backs and they do come out of nowhere and you just run them into the ground and don't pay them. Like there's a business model for running backs and that traditional business model says don't pay Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell is not a traditional running back at all. He's going to change everything. Kyle Shanahan is going to annihilate people. This offense will average 28 points per game. Jimmy G or... Le'Veon Bell could be MVP candidates two seasons from now in this offense once they really get clicking. If he's an unrestricted free agent, there's going to be a huge market. The Browns will surely go after him. Todd Haley now their offensive coordinator there. Uh, Texans have cap room. Jets have cap room. There will be teams pursuing Le'Veon Bell. And I think that team, whoever gets him, will see an impact in their win total. Pittsburgh's going to have a tough time replacing him. D'Angelo Williams came in there for a little bit and did his thing, but um, this is a special type of player. I realize this is a money issue with people. Like, everyone gets his ability. There's no arguing that he's still one of the best players in the league, but this is a money thing. It's a contract thing. Paying a guy that much can change the entire roster moving forward. Let's just go through other players in the league their average annual salary, what it is, and if Le'Veon Bell is better than them. Ndamukong Sue, $19 million. Uh, he's under contract until 2020. I'd rather have Le'Veon Bell than Ndamukong Sue. If I was the 49ers and I had Sue on my roster and I could trade him straight up for Le'Veon Bell, I would literally think about that. Von Miller, no. 
Mohamed Wilkerson, yes. Le'Veon Bell is more valuable than him. Fletcher Cox, no. He's more valuable. Olivier Vernon has been great for the Giants. That's about equal. Um, Antonio Brown's making $17 million a year. That's probably what Bell is going to ask for year one. Maybe you can de-escalate it and have it go down. You don't want to do anything more than three-year deal with him. So it will get tricky. Justin Houston, I'd rather have Le'Veon Bell. J.J. Watt, no. You'd rather have him. Chandler Jones, $16.5 million per year. Has he been that big of a difference maker in Arizona? No chance. DeAndre Hopkins is making 16.2. That's a toss-up there. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Kawan Short with Carolina is, is great for their D-line. Marcel Darius making $16 million a year. Do you guys get this? The 49ers, their second highest paid player behind Jimmy G right now is Pierre Garçon at $9 million. You have to pay a premium for one of the best players in the league. And I want to do it for Bell, who's not just a running back, who's going to change the passing game, not just with his receptions, but the way teams have to line up defensively. Keep scrolling down the list. I get it, though. Josh Norman has been a free agent bust, really, for the Redskins. He's done nothing for them. Spectacular. $15 million a year. It can happen. You can make a signing here for a free agent, and it can go poorly. I'm just saying I'll take Bell for a little more money than any of the free agent receivers, any of the free agent tight ends. You need a difference maker on offense. This frees up the 49ers to definitely take defense round one, O-line round two, defense again round three. You don't want to take a running back early in the draft when you have so many other needs. I get it. I've been on this podcast before and argued for Crowell, Alfred Morris to replace Carlos Hyde. That's fine. I'd be fine with that too. But I just think Le'Veon Bell is going to take you into another gear where 11-5 is very possible. If not 12-4, you're going to be walking in with the better offense pretty much every week. And if this defense continues to draft the right guys, all of a sudden your football team is set up. So Le'Veon Bell, prosecution, we rest our case. It's a combination of his ability, Kyle Shanahan's coaching to bring the best out in players, and then $119 million in cap space. This is a perfect recipe that won't happen for a long time, where a player of this value is hitting the market and you have this much cap room and a need on offense for a home run skill player that can get you into the end zone. So prosecution, rest our case, Le'Veon Bell to the 49ers. A very good idea. Thank you, Your Honor. There's many reasons why Le'Veon Bell is not a fit for the San Francisco 49ers. First and foremost, it's unnecessary. Let's say it's three years, $60 million. The 49ers don't need to spend that type of crazy money on offense now that they have Jimmy Garoppolo Now that they've seen him elevate the talent like Marquise Goodwin, George Kittle, Trent Taylor around him, use all your funds on defense. Use all the money on pass rushers, corners, become Jacksonville's defense, become that scheme, and then fill in the gaps on offense using Kyle Shanahan's talent to unearth hidden gems late in the draft and in free agency. It's just unnecessary. You have contracts coming up with DeForest Buckner, Reuben Foster. 
players you're going to have to resign. Not to mention Jimmy Garoppolo's $25 million. You don't want to be in a position where you splash so hard in free agency and now there's unrealistic expectations that Bell is going to put this team deep in the playoffs, year two, the pressure will be on. Kyle Shanahan has said before, under promise, over deliver. He said that to John Lynch before. A move like this is all in for Le'Veon Bell. It's unnecessary. Money could get tight later on if this doesn't work out. Not to mention, this is still a risky move. He's a proven player with a track record of moving the football, but he's been suspended before for marijuana. He's missed games in 2015, 2016, held out in 2017, missed the entire training camp bonding with his teammates. Here's his quote. The running back market definitely took a hit. I can't be the guy who continues to take the hit. We do everything. We block, we run, we catch the ball. Our value isn't where it needs to be. I'm taking it upon myself to open up some eyes and show the position is more valuable. Le'Veon Bell, at the end of the day, is a business. He's going to buy into your team, but he is going to be his own separate thing in that locker room. We've seen Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch move on from Navarro Bowman when there was mouthing off. Le'Veon Bell is not afraid to criticize anything that's going on. You're inviting a very provocative figure in the locker room who will build a following because he's so damn impressive on the football field. Is he worth that headache? Is the production he's going to produce on the field, you know, 1,800 yards, essentially, if not more, a bunch of receptions, a bunch of first downs, can you still replicate that without him and allocate funds elsewhere? The argument is yes, you can. We've seen Steelers players too. These are receivers Mike Wallace, San Antonio Holmes, Antoine Randall. They leave Big Ben. They leave that friendly Heinz Field. And all of a sudden, they are not the same player. They're not this explosive superstar. Le'Veon Bell gets here and gets that fat reward and has a concussion early on and decides, you know what? Football is part-time. This is not, I can't be committing my life to it. You don't know with Le'Veon Bell. He's a wild card It would be a huge gamble. There is more risk than reward in signing him. Only three runs of 20 yards or more on 321 carries last season. Not the explosive back you would necessarily think. On top of all that, this is one of the deeper running back classes we've seen in quite a while. You're going to have Nick Chubb, Darius Geis. Ronald Jones, the second. Sonny Michelle. Rashad Penny is a name really blowing up. Bo Scarborough, a big back. Carry on Johnson from Auburn. You have some legit running backs behind Saquon Barkley where the 49ers are going to be able to make a move in the draft, second, third, fourth round if they really want a running back. There's still Joe Williams too. Kyle Shanahan rarely takes a running back that early in the draft. Fourth round last year overruled John Lynch on that call. There's clearly something there. Carlos Hyde probably is gone, but you know he still finished 13th in the league in rushing, and the 49ers didn't have that good of an attack. Do they really need to take such a big chance? One new O-lineman, Isaiah Crowell or Alfred Morris, that still could be 1,200 yards from one of those backs. That could be a lot better than what we saw in 2017 at running back. So 
Le'Veon Bell, sexy, attractive name, highlights, can use him everywhere in the red zone, but he become your second most expensive player at running back. You're unsure, especially Reuben Foster just got arrested for marijuana. Do you want that kind of risk? He's in California now. He thinks he's above the rules. Le'Veon Bell, late to a walkthrough. That was leaked out, looked like, by the Steelers trying to hurt him and show the fans, listen, if we get rid of this guy, we have to move on. We're putting some things out there now. This has not been a kumbaya marriage. Number 26, he would look good. He would sell jerseys. It would be excitement. It may even work for a year. Would it work year two? Would it work year three? By the time he's 29 years old, finishing out that contract, Probably not. There will be discussions with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan about Le'Veon Bell at the end of the day when they're weighing things out on that old school scale and it's going back and forth. There's more negatives. There's more risk. This is year two. This isn't a desperation play where you need to bring in a star right now. You can see what the offense looks like with Pierre Garçon and some different pieces. You don't have to make an all-in play right now. And that's our case We rest, and we'll wait to see what Judge KJ says. All rise for Judge Jones. Thank you, members of the court, the prosecution team, the defense team. Your deliberations were met. They were analyzed. And ultimately, this will be Kyle Shanahan's decision. John Lynch will have his say. Adam Peters will have a say. The coaching staff will all chime in. Robert Sala will chime in. There will be polling done all throughout Santa Clara. They may even ask Joe Staley. What, hey, what's your opinion on Le'Veon Bell? What have you heard throughout the league? Is this a good guy? Do we want him in the locker room? Is he going to be able to handle being the second highest paid player and still have the attitude and work hard? If they come to that conclusion, it is not out of the question that Le'Veon Bell becomes a 49er. If he hits the open market, I think he definitely comes out here for a visit. There's definitely wooing and talking. The 49ers might try and lowball a little bit. Parag Marathe is very creative. He's done this in the past, getting contracts where they need to be. And the 49ers have $119 million in cap room. Ultimately, I think Le'Veon Bell signs the deal with Pittsburgh I don't know what they're going to do on defense, though. They're really not going to have the money. Shazier probably is going to miss next season, too. Hoping it works out for him. But the Steelers are kind of foolish just because they're strapped for cash if they make a move like this. Whereas the 49ers would still be fine to re-sign some of their own guys and get free agents. Bell spoke at the Pro Bowl, said contract progressions are better than they were last season with the Steelers. I ultimately think... 80% chance he ends up back there. If the 20% chance comes true that he's a free agent, unrestricted, I think the 49ers have a 45% chance of landing him. There'll be other teams, but I think Bell will want to come here. You're talking about having one of the best players from the Steelers and now one of the best players from the Patriots to rejuvenate your rebuild, to have a top five offense. The 49ers will be on Monday Night Football and be all over the league. That's not what Kyle Shanahan wants. He doesn't want all the pressure and attention this early because they're not ready to win on that level yet. 49ers are not a Super Bowl contender next year. They're going to have to learn to win playoff games. 
it's going to take a couple more growing pains. I think they will make the playoffs next season, but um, adding Bell and adding pieces to the defense is going to put a ton of pressure on them. And ultimately, if they don't sign him as an unrestricted free agent, I think that's the top reason why. That they're not in a desperation mode where they need that yet. Let's look at Pierre Garçon and other people in this offense. So, different podcast today. Thanks again so much for listening. This podcast, one of my favorite things I do every week. The numbers have been incredible. The engagement on Twitter. I feel like we have such a vibe here. Still looking for a home for my NFL coverage. Could have something popping off soon. So stay tuned. KJ Podcast, we're out. the high fashion hotline hi my family has big plans for labor day weekend but our outfits aren't measuring up then get to old navy old navy yep old navy's huge labor day sale is on now get 50 percent off all jeans 50 percent off all dresses 50 percent off all tees and 50 percent off all sweatshirts and hoodies for the whole family 50 percent off all those styles that's a big deal so is this style start at just six bucks at old navy and old navy.com change of plans we're spending the weekend at old navy high fashion old navy valid 830 to 9 3 clearance active licensed and men's package tees Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.